Hey everyone, Kyle here. So before we get into the episode, just want to drop a quick note to let you know what you're about to hear. I managed to screw up and watch the wrong movie, much to Ken's delight. So we're releasing two versions of episode nine. The first version, which you're about to hear, is the short version. It will feature the games, as well as the Wayback Machine, and the trailer for the next episode. The second version will be the long version. That will feature all the stuff I just said, along with an almost feature-length commentary track, Mystery Science Theater 3000 style, to go along with more sex and the single mom. So if you're interested in that, please download the longer episode. It runs about an hour and 53 minutes. Otherwise, enjoy the short version, and thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Cyberbullies Podcast. I'm Ken Nowarski. I'm joined by... Kyle Reese Mandel. For anyone that missed Episode 8, it's up on iTunes, uh, other podcasting sites. Subscribe, rate us. Uh, Twitter account, Cyberbullies Pod. Facebook, Tumblr, email address, cyberbulliespodcast at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails yet? I didn't check. No, we haven't. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Asked and answered. Well, tell your friends if you're not a shut-in, if you have access to the internet. Or the outer know. net. Or, yeah, or you know, you're at church, whatever. We have a lot of listeners abroad. <laughs> I'm fascinated by that. Church. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know we have one listener who goes to church, and it's your dad. <laughs> I doubt he's going to tell anybody at church, though. No, probably not. If I had to guess. Uh, of God. course, my cat, Dr. Snuggles, decides to start walking around as soon as we do anything. <laughs> There we go. Uh, so send us an email. Give us a follow on Twitter, Facebook. So in episode eight, we watched Death of a Cheerleader. Uh, thank you again uh, to my wife, Christina Norsky, for joining us. It was a lot of fun. Don't forget, a friend to die for, a.k.a. Oh, uh, sorry. You're right. How could I forget? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> it was the number one rated movie for that year, so I should know what it is. I, uh, yeah, let's not forget that. That's a, an important movie from 1994. <laughs> Forgot already. Four? Okay. Yes. As always, we tried to answer the following questions. What is the proper way to eat a full cucumber in a moving car? <laughs> While driving. We can't forget that she's driving. It's not that she's just sitting there. That, to me, is the key. <laughs> she is driving. Yeah, she's not in the passenger seat. Like, that's dangerous, but it's not as dangerous. And as most humans, she only has two hands. Oh, did she? So, <laughs> Well, not after the accident. It's tough to slice with one hand in general. Right, like you know, like and dry. You'll see, like old timey guys do that, right, with like a banana or something or an apple. Sure, but yeah, she's not that, no. and she's driving like not a new car. It's not even like a car no, where it's a Nova, right? No power steering, <laughs> no power not. brakes. So she's got to like be ready. Yes, she's gonna need three hundred feet to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We also tried to answer who exactly were the Flankstones. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, and, Italian Flintstones made me laugh. Oh, oh yeah. my God. And how many jobs did it take to earn $75 in 1994? Uh, seven? <laughs> Putting up to brick face in stucco? <laughs> I love that she did like janitor job. Like there was no rhyme or reason to what she was doing. Oh my God. I love that. Ridiculous. So we tried to answer these questions and more. So give it a listen if you haven't already. And, and, and I recommend the movie. Watch it. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was I crazy. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Martin. Donna Martin. Sure. <laughs> All the Martins. Martin Landau. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Sure. <laughs> All right. So with that, let's get right into it. Let's, or do you have anything before oh, okay. we start? Of course, sorry. Of course sorry, we sorry. Do. Come on now. It's time to go all the way back <laughs> to September 8th, 2000. And three. I watched this last week. I no idea what year it was from. I did. 
So we're in. Wait, what month was this? September the uh, 8th. All right. So we're getting ready for a. My grandfather's birthday. Ooh. His 83rd birthday. Good. We're getting ready for a couple of monstrous baseball collapses. Yeah. Well, this is the interesting thing about the One TV the, ratings. Oh, my God. It's all, it's all football and baseball. So I had to really search. To get like the ratings. I mean, the ratings for that ALCS had to be crazy. Oh yeah, they were. <laughs> I I used my library database at where I work to do this research. <laughs> I just want you to know, so this is not fucking around. Some of this research though is just googling. <laughs> so the movies, it is just a shit sandwich. I could not believe oh, how bad great. it was. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, there was a couple good ones in there that I remember liking, but mm-hmm. ooh, not good. So what was number one at the box office that weekend, Ken? Ready? Okay. Dickie Roberts, former oh. child star, which I forgot. David was a, Spade? Yeah. I forgot it was a movie, and then I was like, all right. Uptown Girls with your girl, Brittany Murphy. Okay. Pre-death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't reeking at it. Bernie's her? Bernie's no. Oh, God. Like a puppet? I, that should have been... Uh, it should have been number one for weeks. <laughs> I would. Oh, I remember that movie she Isn't was in. Isn't Dakota Fanning in that? That might be, there's like a, yeah, one of those younger stars. Yeah. She might have been too young. Yeah, but somebody who looked like a little blonde girl, you're right, though. Um, and maybe Mira Sorvino, is that possible? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't Political know. activist? Yeah, Mira yeah. Sorvino? Well, look. Um, what was that movie Brittany Murphy was in? I'll Never Tell. Oh, Michael Douglas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like doing that voice. I couldn't tell you one thing about the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, Dickie Roberts, Uptown Girls, The Medallion. With Jackie Chan? Nope. One of those movies where they just were cranking him out with Jackie Chan. Yeah. Where I believe he has a magical medallion. Okay. Much like his movie, The Jacket, where he has a magical jacket. Wasn't it a tuxedo jacket? Oh, Isn't tuxedo, Jennifer Lowe sorry. Hewitt in that? Yeah, tuxedo. The, the, yeah, the jacket's something else. You're right. I think the jacket... Oh, forget it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we doing? <laughs> or Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Oh, God. Medallion, Uptown Girls, Dickie Roberts, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, uh, Mesopotamia. I'll go. I'll go action movie in Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Incorrect. Mm. Dickie Roberts, okay. former child star. Can oh. you believe that? No. How much money did it make? It's a great question. Opening weekend. It was a lot. It was more than it should have been. Twelve million. Yeah, I think it was in that neighborhood. Hold on. Uh, I might have closed the tab. Shit. I mean, I lo- I love David Spade, but. That was that was a no. Turd. Every movie he made on his own basically stinks. Oh, Joe Dirt was good. I liked it. It's not good though. No, I mean no, but yeah, I mean, it's but, rewatchable. Okay, that fair. I'll, I'll <laughs> accept that. Let's see. Oh, only seven million that week. It was the number two movie, so it was the, it was the number one was Jeepers Creepers two, but I just thought that was dumb, so I didn't put it in there. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers 1 was all right. Yeah, I remember liking that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Dynamite drop in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You tell I'm tired? Yeah. Well, I didn't sleep last night, so it should oh, be good. good today. Oh, surreal. <laughs> well, you're like our protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Number one on the charts this week. Billboard Hot 100. So we're going straight okay. up. I have a guess. Can I guess? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. I love a pre-guess. Remember, September, so we're out of summer. Mm-hmm. I-, I know what I would have guessed if it was summer. Um, I'm going to guess Yeah by Usher, Lil John. Oh, and... I, wait. Are you talking about Usher Raymond? <laughs> yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, no. Good guess. Okay. I will say there was a Lil John song on the chart, okay. although it's not on the list. 
okay. that I'm going to give you right now. Okay. <laughs> I would have guessed Crazy in Love. Oh, that was 03? I believe that was summer of 03. That was the jam of the summer. But okay. It's September now. I thought, yeah, it was a little later. That's why. Oh, maybe it was 04. You might be right. No, I mean, I think, I know it was 03 because I remember hearing it. When, I, I Whatever. But I, I know it was 03. Just when, no, I want to know when you remember hearing it. Because I was in California visiting uh, a friend. Oh, okay. And um, I remember just being out and people going bonkers. And that was, yeah. I was there during the, when the Red Sox were playing the A's. Oh, right. Because it was I, October. You're right, though. I, I feel like it got played a lot in general. But I remember, and that's, I remember it was like just coming out. Oh, really? So that's maybe why I, I could have sworn that was a jam of the summer, but maybe you're right. I mean, it was on for like but a the, year. But there were a bunch of Beyonce songs that were big then, I yeah. think, too. So okay. I remember going to Chief Ike's Mambo Room in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and dancing to it. It's no longer open in case you're looking for it. So, number one, Hot 100, Right There by Chingy. <laughs> I like that song. Shake Your Tail Feather, Nelly <laughs> P. Nelly? Diddy sure. and Murphy Lee? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. Unwell by Matchbox 20. Oh, I'm going to leave. Into You by F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S, Fabulous, okay. featuring Ashanti. Those are my... my okay. <laughs> one of those is a number one song. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Chingy. Oh, great guess. Number two, Shake Your Tail Feather, All number right. one. I didn't remember that being that popular. I remember I it was end of the summer when that came out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. It makes sense. Because I think it was part of the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack, if I remember correctly. Yes, it is. That is. You're right. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, now you should get yourself. <laughs> Wow. I guarantee no one involved with Bad Boys 2 knows that. I'll, I'll even guess that Murphy Lee, whoever that is, doesn't know that. Jesus Christ almighty. God. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right. Now, to my favorite game. What was the lowest rated television show out of these choices? Uh, the impossible game. Yeah, it's great. But like, just knowing that these things exist make me happy. So, A... Threat Matrix. <laughs> B, Life with Bonnie. Well, don't I get descriptions? Or do you not have the descriptions? Oh, I have them. I, 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 didn't, I forgot to print them out. Because I, I judge by how interesting I think the shows are. All right, that's that's fair. I have Threat Matrix. All right, so Threat Matrix. Special Agent John Kilmer <laughs> leads an elite team on missions to eliminate terrorists and other threats. As part of USA's Homeland Security Forces. It's a little too close to home for that time frame. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they were trying to capitalize on <laughs> terrorism, so I don't know. Um, B, Life with Bonnie. All right. The Bonnie Is it Hunt, Bonnie Tyler? Bonnie Hunt vehicle? No. Oh, God. First of all, that show would be called Bright Eyes. <laughs> Local TV show's Bonnie Malloy has the life, has the life of a sort of celebrity. Sometimes her fans actually remember her name, but when it comes to her family life, a little fame goes a long way. So it's like Frasier? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I've actually seen that show, but yeah. The Brotherhood of Poland, New Hampshire? Why does everybody have to think they're so clever? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <sighs> it's, it's a great question. Oh, oh, do you want to guess who starred? Um, it, the, guy, the guy that was in... Uh, um, Northern Exposure. Oh, good guess. Yeah. Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh. Who, who else? And uh, John Carroll Lynch, who uh, played one of the McDonald's brothers in the most... In, uh, oh, okay. The founder, yep. And yep. also played the possible Zodiac killer in Zodiac. Okay, all right. He's good. Yeah. And Mayor Winningham played the female lead. Um, I can tell you this, there's no description. 
Okay. Uh, but I will read. Oh, it's a David E. Kelly show. Really? It's mm, interesting. It's about a police department in Poland, New Hampshire. So the Brotherhood of the Badge, the Thin Blue Line. <laughs> I suspect it's like a dramedy. Yeah. It's not really clear. It's like cop rock. <laughs> exactly like cop rock. <laughs> Except for it's folk rock. They're just playing like weird country songs. Oh, my God. It's canceled after five episodes. Well, isn't that this the game? Isn't that the game? No, no it's the lowest rated oh, lowest show. Rated. Not okay. who least All right. I know. Look, you switch them up sometimes. Right. <laughs> it's the spice of life. Uh, or the lion's den, uh, spelled L Y O. Of course, it is. It's about Steve. Or not Steve? Is it Steve Lyons? Barry Lyons wasn't he a catcher Steve, for the Steve Mets? Psycho Lyons? Yeah, yeah. Barry Lyons was a catcher for the Mets. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he didn't end up getting a ring. He got he got traded like at eighty five. Yeah. Was it? Imagine it was about both those guys. Now that's a show I would watch. Oh, the Lions then? Yeah. Were ex Barry players? Lyons yeah. and Steve Lyons? What do you think they do? Are they pr- private detectives? Um. Oh, I think they're like adventurers. Like they take people out into the woods for that they get paid to like take people yeah, hunting yeah, yeah, or whatever. Like guides. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a good show. Yeah. Because then it. it's like the Lions Den, right? They're in there. See, <laughs> that's how easy it is to write a show. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> now the fact that we said it's about two players, no one cares about. I don't think that's gonna get picked up. But I mean, people are still clamoring for the dog pound. So. That is true. Got several requests for a real dog pound to be written. So Jack Turner, plucked from his free law law clinic and brought to the white shoe law firm of Lions and Lacrosse after the mysterious death of his mentor, Jesus, a long sentence, Dan Barrington, who ran the place. Okay, this is a terrible summary. I I don't even care. (laughs) It's too confusing. Wait, here we go. Jack leaves the world of street law and involves himself. What is that? Is he daredevil? (laughs) He's like the Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. Involves himself in high stakes cases as he becomes increasingly convinced his mentor was murdered. Mm. Possibly because someone or something at the firm. The so Lions like the firm on Tom ABC. Um, uh, it might not be ABC. Uh, Jesus. So we got Threat Matrix. Threat Matrix. The Life of Hunt. Bonnie. The Brotherhood of Poland, New Hampshire. The Lions Den. Poo Poo Platter of 19, yeah, or 2003. I'll go based on people still really being pro uh America at that point. I'm not even lowest rated. Oh lowest rated, right. I'm going to mm, I'll go the Lions Den. The Lions Den, you're saying? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna read them to you from highest rated to lowest. Okay. The Lions Den, six point six million people. That's the highest? <laughs> Life with Bonnie. Five point one. That was going to be my next guess. I'm I'm inversed here. <laughs> the Brotherhood of Poland, New Hampshire, four point nine. I'm a totally. This is my opposite rank rankings. Yeah, of course. And threat matrix. In an uncertain world, these are the women putting their lives on the line. Get the oh, information. Okay. You get back here. They are protecting our children, our families, on it. our freedom. On it. An encore presentation of the new ABC drama being called Stylish, Suspenseful, a surprise of the season. Fred Matrix, Sunday, 8, 7 central. It's just a bad ABC. name for a show. See, I disagree. I think it's a good name. It's trying Because it doesn't to, mean anything. But it's trying to capitalize on the Matrix trilogy being popular still. But it's, uh, it, and also terrorism. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Well, eh. that'd be cool if it was like... like um, <laughs> Are you going to rewrite this show now? <laughs> the, top, the Top Cruise movie? Uh, right around that time, minority oh, report. Yeah. So like, yeah. but what the the precogs do is, mm-hmm. is they're in the matrix and they prevent terrorism. So like, they can see into the wires, like the communications. 
Okay, that's you know, a good like, idea. Like they're jacked in like yeah. their brains, and they're like, but they can't. No one can know about it because they also know everything about private about, people, conversations, right? right? And like our secrets, the American it, government exactly. secrets as well, and that leaks out somehow. Yeah, like one of them goes rogue, right? So you have like a set of people, like an X Files people, or like journalists who who know about this. And yeah, then there's the military, and then there's the the people, the precogs. Yeah, I mean you have to call them something else, but right, it's a better show. I watch it. <laughs> that's all. I'm just saying. That's got to be our new segment. We pick the worst show. We just rewrite it on the spot and make yeah, it better. Whatever it is, we could fix it. Yeah, maybe maybe we do need a Mr. Fix-It segment. I agree. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all I got, Ken. All right. <laughs> for better or for worse. Here oh, we are. Oh, God. So you ready for uh, what I like to call? Is this the new game? No, we're going to start with Celebrity Network. Oh, okay. All right, so we're going to start with maybe the most well-known Jake, Jake and the Fat Man. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. So who's worth more of the two stars of Jake and the Fat Man? Jake, Mm -hmm. Joe Penny, Mm -hmm. who we talked about when we talked about Riptide a few episodes ago, or William Conrad, who is a longtime sort of Hollywood actor. Um, you might recognize him. He when he was taking the fat man, he obviously was very he was a fat man, so he didn't look the same. But he was like more of like a handsome guy in like the fifties, sixties. Okay, are um, they both uh, are they both alive still? Joe Penny alive, William Conrad dead. I think he died in the nineties. Oh, all right. And I will warn you, I had to do some searching, so this yeah. is not from Celebrity uh, Net Worth. Okay. I had to go. I had to go off site. All right. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know who he is on as the fat man, but. He looks like he was in like Twilight Zones. Um, all right. Uh, so he died in the nineties. Oh, he's in the Killers. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, and he. Oh, he was the voice of the Fugitive too. The okay. television show. I'll go Joe Penny. Okay, you want to guess a number? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Four million. Okay. William Conrad. Two million. This is going to be one of many surprises today. Okay. Joe Penny is worth 500000 All right. William Conrad, $49 million. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To the surprise of everyone. Jesus. The fat man winning in the end over Jake. I guess. All right. So I guess it's how much he died within, it looks like, 1994? Yeah, I guess so. You know, this is... I would even say he probably isn't worth quite that... Like, the net worth today, like, his estate, but I bet it's still in the... Tens of millions, given what I sure. read. So we have our stars. Mm-hmm. So we have, I'm going to go with Daniel Pennebaker from the original. Mm-hmm. Is it the daughter? Yeah. Daughter. Uh, and Gail O'Grady. Oof. These are tough. Um, Pennebaker, is she in anything else? Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Yeah, she was in a few things, right? Uh, I had it up before. I'll right? say 1.5 million. For for Panna Baker, yeah, okay. O'Grady, three million. Right on, three million. They're both worth three million dollars. Oh, right. A tie situation. Mm. Trying to keep it interesting. So Grant Chow, Gail O'Grady were part of two shows. Okay. So Gail O'Grady, yep. NYPD Blue, great show. Sure. Merrill's Place. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with NYPD Blue. Who's worth more, Jimmy Smits? Yeah. Or Dennis Franz? Mm. Now, Dennis Franz, right, they have equally lengthy careers, I would say, just in different eras. 
Remember, Dennis Franz was on Hill Street Blues for years before yeah, NYPD. Yeah, Blue. Smith has been in a lot of stuff. He's in Star Wars movies. And oh, that's true. That's true. Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was in Hill Street Miguel! Blues. Yeah, he was in Hill Street Blues. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's, I think just because Smith is still working and making commercials, oh yeah, he's he's worth more. You're correct. Okay, I'll say Smith is worth. He's probably worth a lot. Twenty-five million. Correct. hundred percent right on. Is it? Yeah. Uh, he's he's good at this. <laughs> France. He's an idiot. France <laughs> is worth like eighteen. Oh, very close. Sixteen okay. million dollars. So there were two stars, two male stars, mm-hmm. not the only stars of Melrose Place. Yep. Grant Shaw. Mm-hmm. Andrew Shu. Andrew Shu. Mm-hmm. I think Andrew Shu and I've, Julio share an apartment. <laughs> no. I think Andrew Shu's I, I think I thought you were gonna go the other way. That's why I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I think Andrew Shu is deceivingly worth a lot of money. Um No, you're not counting Elizabeth Shu's money, are you? Mm. See, that's no, but I think she probably opened doors for him to do things. And that's that's a, I didn't actually look her up, but I would I am curious if she's worth more. Yeah. Uh, I bet you she's worth, because she stopped acting. Usually, when you stop, right. you're like, "All right, I've had enough." I bet she's like Robert De Niro, and that she's in some of those Netflix movies you never heard of. That yeah, because like I, I like her. Yeah, yeah, no, she's um, great. She's what she was one of my favorites and, way back. Yeah, when. Andrew Shu. I'll say he's worth like fifteen million. Okay. And who am I? Oh, show Grant Show, the Oof. big show. He's still working. He's still in like movie movies. Yeah, and he's in he's in, in the new dynasty. I know. He's probably worth more than I'm gonna think. I'll guess he's around like. Th- mm. <laughs> See, this is what I guess. So I'm finally starting to stump him. Although he is tired, I feel like I'm taking advantage of no, him. No, but he's uh, Melrose syndicated, but not. But yeah. he, I'm not even. But this is kind of like, I know him from. But I know he's just been consistently yeah. banging. But out it's kind of like the nine hundred two one zero problem too, where it's like a lot of people on the show splitting the money a lot of ways, even if it hasn't been syndicated that. But much. I think he makes like five movies a year. Like he makes an exorbitant amount of movies. <laughs> yeah, he does work. He's a worker. All right, let me just. See. All right, you want to get? He's going to the calculator. I'll tell you this right now: Elizabeth Shue worth less than both of them. Okay. I don't know if that helps or hurts. I think subconsciously, I think I know Andrew Shu did something else. We had this conversation. Did we? At your house. It's been a while. All right. But I know we talked about this one because when I looked it up, I remembered. Okay. And I can tell you the thing that you're trying to remember if you want. Yeah, I, what not, is it? He used to play soccer. He was a professional soccer okay. player. All right. I'll go Grant show. I can't believe I'm going to guess this much. I think he's worth like $35 million. Okay. What did you say for Shu? Like 15 what? $65 million for Grant Show. 67. So wow. Andrew Shu, mm-hmm. $150 million. From soccer? I don't know. I don't know. I could not believe either of those numbers. That's a crazy. And what was Elizabeth Chu? 12.5. <laughs> I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. I know, but you start to realize Jesus Christ, man, it's hard to get ahead as a woman. Wow, 150. Good for him. But 67 for Grant Show? Yeah. I, I think he just what? makes a million movies a year. But like, is he just saving all of it? He must. He must be good with his money or invest it. Oh, I could not believe. I can't believe that. I, I was. I thought thirty five was way too high. When I guess. I know. I was surprised when you said you're like I'm going to go higher than I think. I was like, oh no, he because he's get there. one that could be like 
two. Right. But I know he just ma- he just works. But I I was shocked though. It's yeah, that's sixty seven. Yeah, he just he, he probably still lives at home. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to do some math here, so I don't. You need a pen. We should have to get. You're gonna have two groups, in case you need it. So I'm gonna give you four stars of NYPD Blue, mm-hmm. and four stars of Melrose Place. Okay. And you have to tell me which group is worth more. Yep. So Heather Locklear. Mm-hmm. Josie Bissett. Courtney Thorne Smith, Jack Wagner, <laughs> great name. Wags versus mm-hmm. versus David Caruso, mm-hmm. Kim Delaney. Who was that one again? You would know her. I'll put her on the screen. All right. Gordon Clapp. <laughs> I did not watch his show. Oh, okay. So I'll put these all up for you in a second. Nicholas Totoro. Well, I don't think I even need the pictures, but. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go... I think Caruso's worth a shit ton of money. I think he swings this whole... He's the he's it's, the MVP of the league, like, taking his team over the top. It, 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 it does beg the question. Actually, kind of depend but, back. I want to make sure my, but my I know calculations you, are you, correct. I know you have it close. I picked but, these names without doing the math. Oh, okay. So I didn't I didn't choose them for the so competitive I think, I think like they're all probably worth besides like oh I got Heather Locklear too she's got some of that RS money mm-hmm. um now I think Courtney Thorne Smith blew through all her money through all her side out money Jack Wagner <laughs> probably Jack Sorry. Wagner is probably worth or, something. day by day don't forget day by day <laughs> Wags is probably worth some dough but. Yeah, don't forget Jack Wagner, songwriter and singer. Mm-mm. So he's made he had one big hit. Did he? Yeah. Oh wait, I'll look it up while you think. <laughs> I'm still um this is tough. You know what it's because I don't know the NYPD blue people as much. That's why they're great though. But Caruso, I know he's getting paid for fucking CIC or whatever CIS Miami. Or is that even still on anymore? I have no idea. I, I don't think, think it is. <laughs> I don't know. If it it is and he's still on it, it's been on forever. He's like, I made this mistake once. I'm never leaving a show again. Oh, you definitely know the song, by the way. I just, when I realized what it was. Okay. You want to hear it? Of course. The chorus will get you. Sounds like every song from early yeah, it's like sixth grade dance. Nineteen eighty eight. Tara Demas, will you dance with me? But now you're looking at me. You're the only one I can think of. You're the only one I see. Right? That's a good fucking song. Good song. I know. That's what I'm saying. I knew you would. I knew you would know. Jack Wagner, handsome. Yeah. Handsome. That's a guess. A nice right. album. Um, I'm gonna go Melrose. <sighs> I I couldn't believe it when I did the math. <laughs> Melrose Place, forty-seven point eight million dollars total. And what's the weighted average? What what is uh, uh, what is Locklear tipping the scales? Uh, about, okay. Just calm down. <laughs> All about my shit. <laughs> you know how I run these games? I pause. You don't like it. <laughs> Keep it moving. 
25 million for Heather Locke. All right. Three like, for Bissett. <laughs> 10 for Courtney Thorne Smith. Right. And the rare 9.8 for Jack <laughs> oh, Wagner. Wow. They, they very, very really, specific. I know. I was like, they must really know what he's worth. <laughs> he must have filed for divorce recently. For NYPD Blue, 35 wow. for Caruso. Oh, okay. Three for Delaney. Five for Gordon Clapp. Is that shocking? He, he's a ginger. He's been in one thing. <laughs> Five for Nicholas Totoro. Totaling 48. So it's 48 to 47.8. Wow. And I did not do that on purpose. That's crazy. I could not believe it. Unbelievable. <sighs> that's, why, that's why we play the game. <laughs> that's right. Celebrity net worth. Now, we're going to play a new game Ooh, today. Very exciting. Hey, this is radio station WSKEE. <laughs> we're taking calls on the wish line. Making your wacky wishes come true. Are we going to guess people's heights? Hello? We are. This is a celebrity height game. All right, you ready? So we've already talked about some male stars. Mm-hmm. I, I did male stars because I feel like... Yeah, because they're more hilarious. Yeah. Because <laughs> who cares if a woman's five foot two? So we're going to put these in order. And then you, and I want you to also guess the heights. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you need the pen back? Yeah. I mean... This, I probably <laughs> have no idea. That's why it's fun. And okay. I think it's going to be more fun as we keep doing it. All right. Uh, all right. So you have Grant Shaw, <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Smiths. Oh, he's tall, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's like, I think he he's looks tall. tall. I know. I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Dennis Franz, Jimmy Smiths, Grant Shaw. Oh, Franz? Yeah, sorry, okay. Franz. I was trying to figure out who I said. And Jack Wagner. All right. This, yeah, I already have my guesses. <laughs> Just gotta go with your gut. Don't don't overthink it. <laughs> I love that you knew what the game was for the song. I appreciate that. All right, I'm gonna go Wags one, tallest. Okay. Smiths, okay. Franz, Shao. Wow. So you did. I you did anticipate the curveball of Dennis Franz and not because he seems like a short guy. Yeah, because he's husky. Yeah. I prefer the term full figured. <laughs> Coming in at our shortest, Franz and Shaw are tied at 5'10". All right. So I got that right. I know. I'll I'm, take that as a win. I, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, fair enough. I'm surprised they're 5'10". By the way. <laughs> I know. I kind of expected, That's shocking. I kind of expected them to be like a Tom Cruise where they're like 5'4". You're like, yeah. oh, shit. Jack Wagner, 5'11 and three quarters. Oof. That's the one I was... Okay. He was shorter than I thought. I thought he'd be taller based yeah, on how he thin. looks. Yeah, and he just looks tall. Right. You laugh at me when I did with Jimmy <laughs> no, Schmidt. I wasn't laughing at you. I was like, I get it. There's no way to know. As my mom used to call him, Jimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Your mom, yeah, she had some trouble with names. <laughs> <laughs> to, our, to our utter delight, I would say. Yeah, and Jimmy Schmidt, you're right, 6'3". Yeah, it's a tall drink of water. It's been the Celebrity Hike game. I like that game. Yeah, I thought it'd be about hitter. 10 minutes before you got here, so. <laughs> That's why there's only four. Well, we had the this argument. Because um, I know somebody that used to live in L.A. and met Jason Priestley. And Ooh, she is five. She's shorter than Christina. She's like 5'2". Okay. Eye to eye with JP. Belly to belly. With JP. Okay. I believe that. So he's like 5'2". And um, we were talking about 902 when I was at Toys R Us. And this one girl was like, no, he's like 5'5". Five, five. I'm like, no. I have a... <laughs> First anecdote. Person on the street that met him, he's five two. So he went to his 
what you know yeah just googled it it said he was five four or five five yeah. like that which, which you know it's much taller yeah. yeah yeah this is on these this is not the reported height on imdb which is always going to be wrong right this is how they do their what's their scientific research i think they look at pictures and guess <laughs> <laughs> they do it by scale i think so yeah i think they hold up a dollar bill <laughs> in the photo and figure it out who cares? It's like celebrity net worth. There's no science. I know, I know. That's why it's fun. Like it. You're just guessing what the system is. You're not guessing the real number. All right. So we have anything else? <laughs> it's not enough for you. <laughs> I just need to know. I know. We don't know what next movie we, we do. We do not know. Should we, do, should we just do the two Corys? All right. We'll do the two All right. Corys. We're going to do the two Corys, guys. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited. So You've already watched it. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so, Audrey, thank you for coming. The live guest today. <laughs> Uh, so for Dr. Mudd, Kyle Rees and Dom, Ken Norskin, this has been another episode of the Cyberbullies. On the next Cyberbullies podcast. My name is Corey Feldman, and I've been acting since I was three. Good, let's turn it around. If you don't get paid, we don't get paid. Hey man, it's Corey Hayne. It'll be great to finally meet the other Corey everyone keeps talking about. Yeah, what? Hey Corey, let me let you in on a little secret about Hollywood. Come on, you want to be in the boys club, don't you? Did you tell anyone? He said if I did, my career would be over. It's just what you do, you know? What who does? Hollywood. You continue down this road, you're gonna throw it all away. What do you expect me to do, Feldman? We're out of control. Starring Patrick Muldoon, Brian Husky, and no one else famous. It's the tale of the two Corys. Goodbye.